When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is the one and only T-Quest, and you are tuned into the T-Quest show. Woo! 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 Sometimes we just have to breathe. Breathing is so essential to life, but a lot of people don't even take the time out to do it. And I want to take this time with you guys. Just take a moment to breathe. It feels so good. The crazy part is it's actually an exercise too, you know, because um, a lot of people think it's funny when people go to yoga or Pilates, you know, and be like, um, are we really paying people to teach us how to breathe and stretch, which is something that comes normal to life? You know, they be like, they're always trying to get some money out of people. But think about it. If it was so easy, how come more people are not doing it? Because technically, it's very healthy for you. You know what I mean? And they can't force you to take the classes. But when was the last time someone actually took the moment to just breathe? When was the last time someone really just took the moment to just stretch out their limbs? You know, a lot of people who um, work a lot of desk jobs, always sitting down for hours and wondering why their bodies are always hurting. Realistically, you're supposed to get up every 20 to 30 minutes to stretch out so your bones will get so tight and tense. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of people don't do that, you know, and that's why when it comes to like yoga and Pilates, you know, it may sound crazy that you're paying for someone to help you stretch, which should come natural. But in my mind, I like taking those classes or whatever because it gives me an hour away from social media. It gives me an hour away from society. It gets, it forces me to take an hour to myself just to relax, stretch, and breathe. You know what I'm saying? Which is very healthy for the body. Recently, I just got back into the country from my Jamaica trip, and um, I kind of came back refreshed, renewed, restored, but I must admit, I came back with an attitude as well, and I could not fight it off of me, which was crazy, because the whole entire time while I was away, I was happy. I was smiling. I was laughing. I got so much rest. You know what I'm saying? And people were just so polite and respectful and loving and caring the way life is supposed to be. You know, even when it came to going to dinner and stuff, it was a little long of a wait, but I didn't mind. You know why? Because they're not rushing out there. Us in the United States, all we do is rush. We don't know how to just relax. You know what I'm saying? Even at a stoplight or something. We're so quick to beep our horn at somebody in front of us because they're not going as fast as we think they should. Like, come on. We'll catch an attitude with someone just because they didn't make the light when technically when we... um. 
was taking our driver's test, what do they say about the yellow light? You know, you're supposed to take cautions and prepare to stop, not try to rush to beat the light, causing so much um, chaos and um, putting a lot of people's lives in danger. But we don't think about stuff like that, you know, or as soon as the light turned green, people start beeping a horn because the person in front of them is not going fast enough. Like, chill out. It's not their fault that you're in a rush. It's not their fault that you're going to be late for work. When reality, all they're really doing is the speed limit. But since you're the one that's having the issue, you're automatically blaming it on them. We have to change our mindsets so we can live better lives. That's all I'm saying. We can't be in so much of a rush that we don't take the time out to breathe and relax. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's too many people out here that's been feeling like sick and tired and weary, not realizing that it's because of your lifestyle. Because we don't take the moment to breathe. Because we don't take the time to stretch. Because we don't take a moment to self-reflect. We're so quick to complain about everything of life and what we don't have. Instead of taking a moment to be thankful for what we do have. You know, and I'm just like, what is going on? Even when I was out there in Jamaica, I'm looking at the workers. Working so hard. 10 to 20 hour days, some working 24 and then some never complaining, not copping attitudes, just being respectful and polite and making sure we was good. You know what I'm saying? The way we're supposed to. And I'm just like, wow, why can't everyone be like this? You know what I'm saying? But then I'm looking at all the, the tourists and the Americans or wherever they came from and they're, they're enjoying them, you know, waiting on them hand and foot. Oh, they like this. That's why they pay that money for this. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I hope they tip them very well, you know? And I'm just like, they're looking at them like, wow, they're so professional. Yes, because we're very professional. All of us is not a hot mess. They're very polite. A lot of us are not ignorant. You know, you assume the worst of the black culture. And we are beautiful creatures. You know, and then I'm watching them on the stages. All their gifts and talent. They singing and dancing and so flexible and playing different instruments. And I'm just like, look at all those gifts and talents. And they're just, some of them looking at them in awe and some of them looking at them in disgust because it makes them uncomfortable how talented we are. And I'm looking at them like, you know what? I wish um, more people noticed that we are beautiful creatures. And I'm looking at them working so hard and I wish they got paid more for what they do. Just like here in the United States as well. You know, when people go on trips, it's like um, a moment to self-reflect, you know. And I always tell people when it comes to vacations, I understand you want to take advantage of them because as Americans, we don't always um get a chance to take a vacation or do we take the moment out to vacation. We'll work years and years and years without taking a moment to breathe, you know, and that's not healthy. I'm the first person to be like, yes, we have to work hard and stay on our grind and do what we got to do. But I'm the same person that is an advocate of, yo, chill out for a second. Not too much, just for a second. I say shout out to all the entrepreneurs out there because it ain't easy. But we have to be realistic. Because the last thing I want to hear, what someone else want to hear is someone being in the hospital because they are stressed, you know, being in the hospital because they are dehydrated, not enough nutrition, 
Why? Because we're on the go constantly that we didn't even take a moment to take care of ourselves. And some people may say you're the last person to speak because you always, always on the go. No, I am. But I've learned from many of my mistakes. And the average person doesn't do that. And I own up to it. That's so when it came to my trip. Yes, I made sure I went to sleep every night. And still got eight hours plus. Woke up bright and early and made sure I had me a good time. Once in a while, make sure I laid on the beach or took a quick little nap. Why? Because my body needed the rest. I always tell people, I am a Libra, so you have to know how to balance your scales. A vacation is time for you to, like I said, restore and reflect. Have a good time, but don't be so quick and eager to do Everything, every moment that you didn't even take care of self to the point that by the time you get back home, you need a vacation from your vacation because you won't wore yourself out when you was already worn out before you even went. It's all about taking a moment to change your life and your mindset so it works out better for you. As Americans, and not just Americans, but you know, technology is, is what's of the world. And um, it's like, as soon as we wake up, what do we do? What do we do? Hurry up and pick up our phone to see what we've missed. See if we got a text. See if we got a call, an email. Because that is, it plays such a major part in our lives today. And you know me, I'm very open and honest. And I'll admit I am one of them. While I was out there, they was like, you're not going to have any service. I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with that. But what did I do? As soon as I saw that we had Wi-Fi, I signed in so quickly because I knew that I was going to get hit up by multiple people and I didn't want to miss anything. But it was like, well, why didn't you just go out there and just ignore it? I said, you know what? I balanced my scales. I went out there to have fun and relax. But at the same time, as an entrepreneur, I wasn't 100% comfortable without being without my phone. You know, it's kind of like people who have husbands and wives and children. Yes, you would like to unplug. But at the same time, if they need you, you have to be there. So we can't do it 100% all the time. You know, but what I did do is made sure my phone was on silent. Every night so it don't disturb my sleep. But once that Wi-Fi kicked in, I made sure that I was on it just in case anything. And to be honest, as an entrepreneur, I would have loved to just go out there and just have a great vacation and come back and see what I missed. But I don't have a team. I don't have a staff. I don't have an assistant. I didn't have not one person I could have put in charge of my brand so I could comfortably enjoy myself for a week without any worries. And that's scary. That's why I tell people, if you are not an entrepreneur or doing it the right way, you would never understand. I can't unplug. Time is money. Any ding from my phone could be a client it could be a sale. I can't afford to miss it. Yes, I would love for someone to take that over for me, but it's not realistic for me right now. And I'll own up to that. You know what I'm saying? But I'll get there in due time. And that's always tell people. A lot of people always have something to say what you should do and what you shouldn't do. But I always tell people, we may have experienced the same experiences, but it's never the exact experience because I'm going to take it a certain way and you're going to take it a certain way. I'm going to be affected one way and you're going to be affected one way. I may heal faster than you and you may heal slower than I. No two are the same, you know? That's what they say, you can relate 
But that's all you can do. My life, my choices, my experiences. But at the same time, once again, it's all about that Libra scale. You have to learn how to balance everything. Life for a lot of people is hard, is complicated, is difficult, is stressful. But if you just change the small little details, it can actually be better for you. You know, even before um, a lot of, I always hear a lot of people stress about it. And, you know, sometimes I speak about it myself because I'm only human to be like, you know what? I wish I had more support. I wish I had more um, backing. I don't understand why my friends and them don't want to support me. And I'm like, you know what? Just like humans, nobody is perfect. Some people don't know no better. And in their mind, how can I help you if I can barely help myself? And that's the mindset of the average person. So can you really be upset with them about it? And I'm at the point like, some people be like, you know what? Just forget them. You don't say, do you? It don't matter what they say. If they don't want to support you, it is what it is. They're not your customer, not your clientele. That's not your fan. I'm just like, you know what? It's easy for someone to say that, especially if things are going right for them. But when you really look at it from a realistic perspective, you cannot brush off everybody. You don't have a business without clientele, without customers, you know what I'm saying? Without your fans and without your supporters. So you kind of have to cater to some to a certain degree because your character is everything. When someone speaks your name, you want them to speak highly of you. You don't want them to say anything negative. You know, yes, you can't please everybody, but at the same time, it is my job to put out there what I do and hopefully reel you in (laughs) and you can, you know, book my services. But if you don't, it's okay, but I'm still going to be a professional. I'm still going to be a businesswoman because you may not be my next client. But someone you know may be. And that's why I still have to be professional and not be in my feelings because I don't understand why my numbers are not adding up. Because it's more the fact when people are in the lowest point in life, that's when they be like, yo, this is when you find out who's really here for you and who's really not. No, because just like you're going through, you never know if the closest people to you are going through as well because they're not showing it. You know, I always tell people, stay out of other people's pockets. Why? Because you don't know if it's full. You don't know if they're struggling. All you see is what they put on social media. And social media, for the majority of the people that I know, is to promote what we do as entertainers and business people. It's not for you to know our personal lives. And to be honest, my personal life would not be your entertainment. Why should I tell you what I'm going through? To hear the same average responses. Oh, I'm so sorry that you're going through that. Oh, I can only imagine. Man, I've been there before. You're going to be good. You're going to be straight. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Not when you try to figure out your next meal. Not when you're trying to figure out how you're going to pay your bill. Don't even know how you're going to feed your child or get them some diapers. It's real out here for people. That's why I don't understand why so many people is always being so negative about the next one. As if their life is so perfect. And even if you are doing good, remember in that moment when you wasn't, what did you want? You wanted a helping hand. You wanted somebody to support you. You wanted somebody to teach you something. So now that you're above, you're looking at the people as if they truly are beneath you. Me, I don't do stuff like that. Because I don't care if I'm doing great or if I'm struggling. 
I'm still going to be here for my peoples as much as I can realistically. You know, it doesn't hurt to click like. It doesn't hurt to share. It doesn't hurt to just respond. It doesn't hurt to just comment. As an entrepreneur, and I keep going back to this because this is my life from my perspective. You don't understand how good it is to see a new like on a fan page. See a comment like, great job, great product. Loving your music, love what you do, keep up the great work. You know what I'm saying? Even as a blogger, I mean, people say they love my Quest Chronicles because it's touching their lives and their souls. I'm like, thank you. It's doing its purpose. I'm doing my job. But what people don't realize is you have a job to do as well. I write for you to heal, to become better people. But I still need you to be here for me like you say you are. Thank you for reading it. It's a two to three minute read in my blogs. But you know what actually make me happy besides the fact that you're taking what I'm saying and applying it to your life? If you write a comment, you know, our world today is about likes and comments. It's sad, but it's reality, you know, and sometimes I like when people comment because you never know if what you're receiving from it, someone else receiving it, but they was afraid to speak about it. You may push them to step out of their comfort zone. We all have a job and a duty we have to fulfill, whether you're the business, the supplier, or the consumer, it all works hand in hand, you know, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to brush off people. I'm not going to get in my feelings and if they'll, they don't support me as an entrepreneur, I still have to do my job. I was always taught that as an early age, like it's not about how many people come into the building. It's all about, did you do your job as the one putting the event together? You know, did you book the right place? Did you decorate accordingly? Did you make sure you got the proper DJ with the right music and the right food? Because at the end of the day, it's still going to be a reflection of you regardless. You shouldn't slack because the ones around you may slack. Because you're still going to be held accountable. There's plenty of times I've invested into events. Where I've always, I've always came out of pocket for a lot of my, all my events to be honest. But I never shorthanded anyone I had to work with. I don't care if I became in the hole at the end. Because I treat people the way I desire to be treated. If I'm booking a venue, I pay the money. My booking catering staff, I make sure I pay them. I book a DJ, I make sure he gets paid. If I'm booking performers, I make sure they get paid. If nobody shows up to my event, it's sad because I'm only human, but I still did my job. I made sure everything was still done with excellence. And I made sure everyone that I hired, make sure they got their money. I don't care if I'm in a hole. It's not your fault that people didn't show up for me. You know what I'm saying? You still came to do a job and I thank you for your services. And that brings me to my next point. A lot of people feel they're doing you justice when it comes to events and they're clicking like or they're clicking going because it looks good for you. No, it doesn't. A lot of them say a thousand times that they're coming to your events, you know, and then give you every excuse in the book to why it didn't happen, why they didn't show up. Knowing deep down inside they was never going to show up to begin with. We have to stop this. Because what they don't realize when you really truly dig deep is that you're kind of messing with my livelihood because I don't play when it comes to my business and what I do as an entertainer. I don't want you to click going because you think it's going to make my numbers look higher for the next one. I want you to click going because you're actually going. Don't just click it because you see my name. I want you to take the time out to read what I just sent you. I will not send you an invite for an event in Connecticut knowing that you're in Hawaii and you're click going. Why would you do that knowing that you're not going to be here? I'm not impressed by that. 
People have to be open and honest with people. Don't tell me you're going to my show a thousand times in a day of bail on me. It's disrespectful. You know why? Because like I stated earlier in this show, we are living in the world of social media. Numbers is everything. I don't want to have an event that says 500 people are going and then only 30 show up. Because you know what's going to happen? That promoter will be like, um, where's all the people? Now all of a sudden I have to explain your ignorance because you think you're doing me justice when in reality you're making me look bad to the one who booked me. They book you off your social media. A lot of my events I got, why? Because they're booking me off my social media. They're looking at everyone interacting with me. They're loving the fact that people are loving what I do as an entertainer. They're looking at my numbers and they are impressed. But they're looking at numbers. To me, I'm not impressed by why? Because you're lying to the people. You're not going to show up. You're not going to buy. You're not going to listen. So when the day comes and they book me and wonder why all all those people are not showing up, what am I supposed to say? I don't know what happened because it's like, um, the lottery, you know, you have to be at a certain status or have a certain person that's looking out for you that genuinely will only book you because you're great at what you do. That doesn't come often. It's refreshing. But it doesn't come often. I love when people call me and be like, T-Quest, I want you to host this event. I want you to come out and to perform. You know what I'm saying? We'll put you up in a hotel. We'll fly you out. Or if you want to drive out here, we'll pay for your, um, your gas and your time. This is how much you're offering. And all I have to do is show up and show out as an entertainer. And as a host, but the majority of the time it doesn't happen like that because it's these, these, all these new businesses that are desperate for people to come in. Why? Because there's thousands of clubs, thousands of lounges. How are we going to get the people in? They're trying to gravitate to the people who have followings so they can do the job as the promoter. That's now that someone sent me their promoter. I'm like, "Mm, are you really promoting? Or you just over here seeking out people with a following so they can do your job. Because a real promoter have their own following. If the promoter has a following, the DJ has a following, and the artist book has a following, collectively, it could be a great event. But everyone has to play their part. And that's the problem with people today. They're always waiting for the next one to do more of their weight, but still looking for an equal cut. How is that even realistic? You know what I'm saying? That's what I tell people. I love the events. All I got to do is show up. Because as a host, I'm going to do my job and then some. As a performer, I'm going to do my job and then some. But when it comes to those followings, I tell people, I'm open and honest about everything because I don't want you to, I don't want to have friendships and business relationship with gray areas. That's fake and that's phony. That's not what I stand for. They love quest. We're going to book you. Go, I see you can get a lot of people out. You know, I'm like, yeah, you think that? Why? Because of all those winky faces? Because all those heart eyes? And all those we love you quests? No, those are just social media lookers. They don't do nothing else. You know, because they haven't grasped. I don't have a business without you. It's a relationship, a one-sided relationship. You're seeing me doing all the work, but you're not playing your part. That's people like, you know, I appreciate a lot of people that show me love. Show me love, don't pay my bills as an entertaining entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't. Don't tell me you're a supporter of what I do if you've never been to a show. Don't tell me you love my music, but you never bought it or streamed it. Don't tell me you like my clothing line, but you never click add to cart. You know what I'm saying? Someone told me that they love my talk show, The Quest Chronicles, not realize it's a slap in the face. Why? Because The Chronicles is not a talk show. 
The Chronicles is a blog, but you didn't even take the chance to click the link. To see, it's not me talking. It's my writing skills. What are we doing? Why are we making life harder than it has to be? It makes no sense. I literally put a post up yesterday like, look, what do you want from me? Yes, I've been blessed with many talents. But how can I be a better entertainer for you? How can I get you to be a real fan of mine like you are with those stranger celebrities? Take the time out to listen to what I'm asking you so I can be a better me for you. And guess what? I put it on my story. Hundreds of people saw it. Maybe one or two actually responded. I'm like, I can't even get you guys to respond for free. You know what I'm saying? And as um, a blogger, I talk about love, life, music, and more from my perspective. Because I want to help you be better people. One of the topics that's very popular in my segments is sex and relationships. But society's mind is so twisted that when I speak about these things, they only heard selective words. They heard penis. They heard vagina. They heard 69 and thrusting. But they didn't hear nothing else. The whole purpose of the blog was to tell you it's beautiful when two people are in love. But you still have to remember, even when you're dating, that you steal your time to get to know your partner. Even when you're married, you still have to remember your husband is still your boyfriend. Your wife is still your girlfriend. Life is changing. They are changing. You still have to take the time out to get to know the new them, the new you, the new world. It doesn't ever stop. You know what I'm saying? Keep that fire lit. And that's why I give the advice of certain things, you know, to spice up your love life. You know, but some people didn't hear anything. They only hear certain words. Not realizing I'm trying to save you guys because nowadays relationships are a joke. Nobody cares about anybody's feelings anymore. You've heard the sayings like, look, some whatever you won't do for your man, the next one would. That's how it is. I have to walk on eggshells. I have to make sure I do all of this because the moment I don't, you're going to stray. No real man is going to do that. No real man is going to do that whatsoever. That's why I tell people, if you know what you want and you have deal breakers, let it be known a little bit earlier on. Y'all got to stop skipping the dating in the friendship phase, that's when you get to know one another. And I can't stress it enough. And people wonder why they keep breaking up and why our marriages are not lasting because you didn't take the chance to get to know the person that you're with. Why? Because there's so many people that desires love. They want it so bad that as soon as they find someone they're semi attracted to have a little bit of things in common in their mind that's the one let's go because they're afraid to be alone not realizing if that's how you feel you definitely don't need to be with somebody because you don't realize that you are more than enough what happened to self-love what happened to know that it is okay to go to the movies by yourself it's okay to go to dinner by yourself. It's okay to go to the club by yourself and hang out by yourself. Date yourself. Love yourself. Stop trying to fill a void that you yourself should be feeling for yourself. You know, it was just one man that was literally on the verge of suicide. And he wrote something on social media talking about he thinks he's about to go to the lake and swim, even though he know he can't swim, which was a cry out for help to let him know he's about to take his life. And what does the average person do on social media? Hey, don't speak like that. 
Don't be like that. I'm going to pray for you. You know I'm here if you want to call. No. That's not what you do in that moment. The moment I hear somebody about to take their life, I'm not putting no comment on their page. If I don't know them personally, I'm going straight to the DM. And let you know, like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to wait for you to call me. Because if they felt that comfortable with calling someone the moment that they needed help, they would have did it. Which means there's a problem right there. And you know what I did with that man that I didn't even know? I sent him my number like, look, I don't know you. But all I know is that what you wrote on your social media is concerning and I want to make sure you are okay. I'm sending you my number if you want to talk to someone. Matter of fact, can I call you now? And what did I do? I clicked the call button on Facebook to make sure this man was okay. And he wasn't. And in the midst of us and having this conversation, so many people kept hitting him up. He said, I don't know why people keep calling me. I ain't trying to talk to nobody. And in that moment, I was like, wow. But you picked up for me a perfect stranger. He was like, yeah, I know. And I'm like, I felt honored. I said, I thank you for trusting me with your story. I thank you for opening up to me. I thank you for just answering my call. Why? Because I don't want to be an average person that's just looking on social media, trying to be deep to let you know I'm here when people should have been there to begin with. And when I spoke to this man, he was going off and I could tell the rage levels going higher and higher. And what I was doing, I was just allowing him to vent. And I'm just listening because sometimes you just need an air. And I listened to this man. And when I was speaking back to him, when the time was right, and I'm like, I understand where you're coming from. I am very aware to why the thoughts may have popped in your head. And then I made sure I gave him feedback that was some of the words he said to let him know that I was actually listening. Because the average person does not really listen to understand. They're listening, waiting for you to stop just for them to speak, which is a problem within itself. And I heard this man and I told him I understand. And I broke down the reason how I understand. And I told him certain things from my personal life. So let him know I'm not trying to be deep. I'm really trying to be here for him. And he was like, you know what? I feel like I know you. And I don't know who you are. But why'd you contact me? I said, you know why? Because they always say it takes a village to raise a child and I am my brother's keeper, my sister's keeper. We say these things, but these sayings came from a real place. And I can't tell people that I'm a therapist and I'm a guru and I love helping people. Then the moment when it gets tough, all of a sudden I get nervous and back out. That'll be against everything that I stand for. And I can't have that. So in this moment, when I feel like you about to lose your life, I'm not going to get nervous. This is the whole reason why I do what I do to help people. So I am here and I'm listening. And what part that really troubled me was one of the reasons why he was upset. I wanted to take his life and felt like he had nothing else to live with was because of a woman. We allow another person to have so much power over us that we want to take our lives. I've seen stories like that. Young kids, teenagers falling in love and the moment someone don't want to be with them, they're taking their lives, our babies. Because they feel they are nothing without the other person. Giving them too much power. And I'm like, He's going to take his life because this woman doesn't want to be with him. Is this real? But I didn't want to judge him. I just wanted to listen to what he had to say. So I listened. And as I listened and listened, then he said something that made sense to me. He lost his mother at an early age. And she was his best friend. And the reason why he cut so deep with this woman 
because he felt like he found someone to fill that void that was lost once he lost his mother. Which means she cut him that deep. Because that was a sensitive hole that he was trying to fill and he thought that he did. And I'm just like, now that makes sense. But not enough sense to lose your life. And then, of course, I had to hit him with the, what about your kids? What about your daughters? And then he started getting enraged again because the mother won't allow him to see him and how they hate him. And that's how it is. I tell people, stop trying to be deep. Stop trying to be Iyala. Stop trying to be Dr. Phil. Stop trying to be these, these therapists. Trying to make yourself look bigger than what you are. Because if you ain't ready for these real life situations, stop playing with it. Because talking on someone who is on the edge or on the ledge. On the verge of suicide is not something to be playing with. It's like walking on eggshells. And if you say the wrong thing, that person can lose their life and that's nothing to play with. And I joke and I'm goofy and I act a fool with you guys because I'm an entertainer. But when I say I'm really trying to be here to help people become better people, I mean that with all my heart. Because growing up, they asked me, what did I want to be? I said three things, an entertainer a teacher, and a doctor. I want to entertain people through my artistry. I want to teach them things to become better people. And I want to be a doctor to heal. And that's what I'm doing in my own remix play. You know? But I say that is I'm just like, because it's a beautiful thing to want love. It's a beautiful thing to be wanted, to be desired, to have that special person by your side. But don't be so desperate for it that you just settle for anything. And when it doesn't work, you're trying to figure out what just happened. That person wasn't for you. You didn't take the time to get to know them. You skipped the dating phase and the friendship phase. And even if you get it right, you know, and you thought you knew them and things change, it happens. But that doesn't mean you shut people out. Because at the end of the day, if that person wasn't for you, maybe the next one. And maybe the next one. And maybe the next one. Just trying to change up the pattern. You know? That's all I'm saying. And sometimes because you meet someone, I feel like they're right. Don't be upset if they're not. Don't force them to love you because you want their love. It should be organic. You know, there's certain situations where I understand that people meet other people and they're like, oh, that's the one I want to be with. You know, oh, I'm going to make sure they become mine. I'm going to do whatever it takes. You can't force it. But in certain situations, it happens for them. I know this man and this woman, they've been together for years. But she was like, yeah, you know, he wasn't really my type. You know, I kept brushing him off, but he's been so persistent that he pretty much wore me down. I'm like, okay. Okay. So eventually she fell in love. But that doesn't mean everyone should be that persistent when it comes to the person you want to be with. You know, because it doesn't always happen like that. They may not never fall in love. I wrote a piece about it. I, I, I met a man that was so great on paper. So great on paper. He had everything a woman desired. Even me. They was like, how come you don't like so-and-so? He has this, this, that, a third going for him. He's handsome. He got a job. He got a car. He's light. He um has a license, which is a big deal because a lot of people don't. <laughs> but you know, he's handsome. He's built. He just worships the ground. You walk on like, why don't you like him? Like, what's wrong with you? I said, it has to be something wrong with me. Yes, everything on, per on paper looks great with him, but I don't like him. I have no feelings. There's no spark. I wish there was because technically, based off the paper, this is a dream man. But if it's not organic and if my feelings for him are not real, I can't force it. That's not fair to my heart. You know what I'm saying? And it, it hurts. But nowadays people want to settle like, well, if you can find a man who got money and a good job and want to treat you right, don't let him get away. Yeah, because I should settle because of what's in a man's pocket. I should settle for a man because he opened my door. No, 
I feel in that moment, that's the one time you should be picky if you're traditional and you're dating to be with that one person to, for the rest of your life. You should be picky. Come on. I have to see your face for the rest of my life. This is the time I need to be picky. I want it to be real. You know what I'm saying? To meet that person that every time I see you, I fall back in love. You know what I'm saying? Like you are mine and I am yours. I want to be your cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? Why you protect me. I want to be your ride or die. Like, I know you got me like I got you. A real partnership. Not that 50-50 stuff. 100-100. Real love. I want us to get to know each other as friends. What's your favorite color? Are you allergic to anything? What makes you laugh? What makes you smile? Are you a weirdo just like I am? (laughs) Silly things like that. Because the man I want to be with has to be my best friend, my companion, the one I can be goofy with, the one I trust with my secrets. You know, back in high school when your family get on your nerves, who do you run to? You run to your best friend. When life is down, who do you run to? You run to your best friend. When you want a quick laugh, who do you run to? You run to your best friend. Your companion should be your best friend. It makes me uncomfortable when people are with people and they have to walk on eggshells because they're afraid. Well, you know, I want to talk to them, but they just don't get me like that. Or I don't feel like arguing today. I'm like, if you can have a decent adult conversation with your companion because you feel like they're just going to raise their voice and argue. I'm like, that is so toxic. But people tolerate that and they deal with it. I don't want that for myself. No one's going to be perfect, but I want the person that's perfect for me, you know, and it has to be someone I can communicate with because I don't want gray areas in my relationship. When I am down, I want to know that I'm comfortable enough to speak to my man, (laughs) you know, I don't want him to be laughing at me and thinking I'm too over emotional and sensitive. No. I'm hurting, and as my man and as my best friend, I want to know that I'm comfortable enough to go to you so you can be here for me and make me smile. You know what I'm saying? Just like before, um, I wrote a blog and did a radio show about compatible sex drive, right? And people laughed at the title, like, ooh, what is this about? And I'm like, I'm writing this, but it's not a joke. I was dead serious, you know, because... You have to make sure you're compatible in every way possible. So what do you do? If you're a major freak at a number 10 and you happen to fall for someone at a number four, what do you do? You bring it down. They bring it up. You meet in the middle. What's up? Sex is such a big topic to a lot of people. Yet it's the most uncomfortable conversation when it comes to you and your mate. Why is that? The person that should be your go-to. The person you should be most comfortable with is the one person that you don't feel comfortable talking about something that's very serious that a lot of people have a high percentage of in their relationship. You know what I'm saying? That's a problem. Are you going to be mad at me if I don't feel comfortable doing this, this, that, and a third? Is it that much of a big deal to you that you want to just dismiss the whole relationship because of it? It will hurt, but I understand. Or are you the type that, you know, I'll try something new, but what happens if I don't like it? Are you going to fault me for it? You know, a lot of people have been hurt and damaged in their relationship. They don't even feel pretty anymore, beautiful anymore. You know, they feel insecure, you know. Hey, no, 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 turn the light off. No, I want to see your body. I don't feel comfortable seeing my body. No, I want to be with someone that I feel very happy being naked in front of. You know, I want to love my body. I want you to love my body. Just like my songs. I want you to indulge in my inner icing. 
what I'm saying? I want to be that comfortable with my mate as I should. And even if I'm not, I don't want him to fault me for it. I don't want him to make me feel bad because I'm not giving him exactly what he wants the way he wants it. I want him to understand that I don't feel comfortable. Let's compromise. Are you willing to compromise with me? Wait till I get there. Are you willing to be patient with me? That's all I'm asking. Even when it comes to men, like I want a girl who does this, that, and a third. I want this. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Let's flip it around. Because you know what us women like, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you got that? Are you lacking? You know? I tell people, what would you do if you was with a man that couldn't perform sexually or, God forbid, um, he get into an accident or something? Is the relationship over? Um, no. Why would it be? Even though I personally have a very high sex drive, it is not that important to my life that I wouldn't be with the man I love because we couldn't do something. That is absolutely ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? If I was to be with someone and we couldn't have sex no more, if I'm in love with him, it is what it is. Why? Because there's other things involved in the relationship besides sex. You know what I'm saying? When people are like, well, I got knees and I got this, that, and the third. I'm like, yeah, I have needs too. I need my man to be a great listener. I need my man to be by my side. I need my man to make me smile, make me laugh. There's so many other parts of it that people forget because society got them brainwashed. That without sex, it's nothing. And that's why I write what I write, you know, to help people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't do that. Nowadays, it's just like, yo, I tried it. This ain't working. I got to go. I ain't got time for this headache. I ain't got time for the stress. There's more fish in the sea. They don't even take the time to want to work things out. How strong was the love to begin with? How strong was the interest to begin with that you're willing to give up on me and give up on us just like that because there's other fish in the sea? And if that's how you feel, that means you definitely wasn't the one for me. And it may hurt because we're human. But like they said, it's more fish in the sea, right? The right one will be there for you. The right one will understand. The right one will be patient with you. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people, we go through the same stuff, but yet we make life so harder for one another. Why do we do that? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm not going to do that. Mm -mm. I'm only responsible for what I say, what I do, and my own actions. You feel me? Even though people may not be here for me, I'm going to be here for you. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to know you to love you. I don't have to know you to support you. Even when I did my article about are you okay, they always tell you to check on your strong friends too. Why? Just because we're strong and you have thicker skin does not mean we're not human and going through the same things you are going through. I'm always hitting you up. Make sure you're straight. But in your mind, you'll never hit me up because you think I'm already good. You ever notice about celebrities? The ones who got the money got the fortune, got the fame. Those are the ones who have the most anxiety, panic attacks, suicidal. Why? No one checked on them. Don't you understand the pressure of being perfect in front of everybody's eyes? That stuff ain't easy at all. Just like with me. People like, yo, Quest, you get in the bag. Am I getting the bag or do I have a bag that's empty? How would you know? Because like I stated earlier, as an entrepreneur, you don't have a business without your fans, supporters, and clientele. You watching me out here promoting myself is not really helping my business if you didn't actually invest in it. For you know, I could just have a bag that's empty. Trying to figure out why you ain't doing your part when it comes to me being the business and you being the consumer. 
But you know me, I'm just talking. But at the end of the day, as a businesswoman, as an entrepreneur, and as an entertainer, I would always do my job. And I'm not going to feel some type of way because someone else didn't do theirs. I'm still going to put out my blogs because I love to write and I love to help. And if the people don't read it, okay. But somebody will and they will be blessed by it and moved by it. As a music artist, I will put out my great content, which is my songs and my stories for the people. If they listen to and enjoy it, yay for me. If they don't, okay. Why? Because I do my music for me first. It was my therapy, the whole reason why I even started. And you may not be my listener, but someone's going to listen to it and they're going to love it. You may not be my reader, but someone's going to read it and they're going to be touched by it. You know what I'm saying? You may not listen to my radio show, but somebody will and they will take what I'm saying and apply it to their life because I do what I do to help you be a better person than you was the moment before you heard me speak or saw me. I'm only responsible for what I do in my own actions. You know? You don't have to be nice to me, but I'm going to be nice to you. You don't have to show me respect, but I'm going to show respect to you. Because this is how I was raised. To treat people the way you want to be treated. But as a human, plenty of times I am hurt. I am sad. And the moment I express it, nobody believes me. Why? Because in their mind, my life is all perfect. And if I do have a little ounce of crying out for help, they just think I'm doing it for attention. Because that's what most females do. Not realizing it was real. And God forbid something is to happen. Oh, I didn't know you was telling the truth. You didn't bother to find out neither. This is the one and only T-Quest. You are tuning into the T-Quest show. No, I didn't have a main topic today. I'm just speaking and speaking from my heart. And that's all I know how to do. I take advantage of my platforms. And for the ones who don't know, I'll let you know now. I am an entertainer. I write and record music. I'm a blogger for Straight Official. I'm a radio personality and a podcaster. Mm-hmm. I love to entertain I love to party host. I love to event host. I love being a motivational speaker, sitting on panels to empower others to be a better them. I'm a great friend. (laughs) Social media is annoying to me, but I still use it because I have to, you know, and I don't ask for much. But at the same time, I just want people to hear me when I speak. Because there was a time growing up when nobody would listen. I'm lying. There was a time growing up when I didn't feel comfortable speaking to people. Because I was in my shell. And now that I'm confident enough to speak to you guys, I want to be heard. And that's one of the reasons why I do shows like this. Because just me getting out what I want to get out without interruptions, without anyone judging me. I used to feel uncomfortable trying to figure out why I was so different, not realizing it would be a blessing as an adult. Then now people appreciate me being different and not like your average. Kind of refreshing, you know? All I want to say to people is, God took his time when making each and every one of us. We're all here for a purpose. And even though it seemed like this world is coming to an end and so dim, you can still be the light. They always say you only live once. I don't believe in that. We live every day. You die once. Every 
moment is a new moment for you to make things right. Life is not perfect. Life is not easy. Majority of people that you actually look up to, they all have a story. Yours is still being written. I love you guys. It's your girl T-Quest. You're tuning into the T-Quest show. You can follow me on all social media at T-Quest GLM. Or you can download my mobile app in your Google Play Store and App Store. And all I want to say before I end this radio show is, I love each and every one of you more than you can ever imagine. That's it. And I'm out. Smooches. GLM.